Hey, everybody. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we're watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I am uh, Zach Bassetta. Here with me, as always, Vito Lapicola. How's it going, Vito? Hey, everybody. I'm doing great. Thank awesome. you. And uh, Anthony Ray Bench. How's it going, Anthony? I'm not going to say it. Do it. It's your Come thing. On. Come on, Anthony. Do I have to? People would be disappointed if you do. You don't, but yes. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that may be the is. last time we hear there it. There it is. And uh, we have a great guest with us today. Marcella Samuel is with us, stand-up comic and creator and host of LikeAndNerd.com. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Thank you guys for having me here. Absolutely. Dude, thanks for having or Thanks for having us. <laughs> thanks for having thanks us for on having your us. special guest uh, episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you know. lucky? <laughs> so now you are a big Fast and Furious fan, I understand. It. Oh, yeah. I grew up just loving. There was nothing like that in the culture when I grew up as far as when it came down to uh, racing movies, when it came down to cars. They usually was talking about classic cars, muscle cars. Uh, Fast and the Furious was the first franchise that really um, did things with import cars, the Japanese mm. culture. And I love that. So I've been a fan since day one. Well, unlike us and I believe most of our guests, you actually know cars. Oh, yes. <laughs> which yeah, is actually. a nice change. <laughs> Because yeah, we're like, how can cars do, do not? This? Do you have a background in? in uh, we don't want to implicate anything. As we were talking earlier, that that <laughs> yeah, may have been illegal. Smart. Yeah, that that you partook in, but you do know race culture very well. You've done a lot of driving. We'll put it Actually, that way. it's funny. Um, you said that you were from Bakersfield. You have family in Bakersfield. My family has a shop in Bakersfield, which is like Ray's Racing, not the Ray's Racing, but a Ray's Racing. And um, I did a lot of racing in Bakersfield, actually, too. So, That's awesome. Um, I'm not going to say where I was doing the racing, but I've been doing it since I was about 14 years old. Had a drunk uncle that had a race car, and he couldn't drive it home one day. <laughs> no joke. All of his cars are stick shift race cars. I know how to drive a stick shift car. Um, he called me. I rode my bike to the party, and I drove his souped-up Mustang all the way home. And in the car, he noticed, like, dude, you, you're really good at this. So the next day, he took me racing with his friends, and he would tell them, look, I bet you my 14-year-old nephew could beat you in your car. Wow. And it's like a total grift. Yeah, it, like was, it was totally. It was. Yeah. He used to do it all the yeah. time. And it got to the point where I got so well known in Bakersfield for doing this that people wouldn't race me anymore. And that was to the age of like 15, 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. But I lived in Los Angeles, so I would transfer back and forth from Bakersfield to Los Angeles. And I started my own little crew in Los Angeles. Did you ever race for pinks? That's exactly that what I was about to thing? ask. That is an actual thing, okay. but I've never done that. I've never had the money or the means the to do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah. I, even if you're a good racer, it's like, well, no one wins 100% of the time. I need my car. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes down to it, I tell people a lot of times I don't like to gamble. I hate gambling. I'm mm-hmm. not a Vegas type of guy. I like playing cards, but I don't like to gamble. When it came down to racing, I didn't see it as gambling. Because for me, I always knew I was going to win. <laughs> That's how I look. But even when it comes down to something like pinks, I never had the balls, like you said, to like race for my car. My car was my baby. So I've seen it a lot of times. A lot of times, that's what that guy does to get the other person to get into the race. If you have no incentive, then I'm not going to race you. I don't care. There's nothing I can get out of this. A lot of times, if you push that, like, I'll put a car on top of it, it's hard to say no. That's that offer you can't refuse, you know? So do you remember what you felt about Too Fast when it came out? Like having, I'm sure you saw Fast and Furious when it came out. Mm -hmm. I mean, Fast and Furious is really. What is this? No, I had already, I knew a lot about. The culture itself, especially from Los Angeles, I'm from South Central Los Angeles. I knew a lot about the culture. I liked the things that they hit on the head. Mm -hmm. Um, That was really dope. I didn't like some of the things that, for example, the skyline in the movie, in the first movie, was like back tier. No one talked about that. The skyline is one of the best 
import cars ever. You know what I mean? So for Vin Diesel not to have the Skyline, he had an RX, which is cool. You know, it's all right. But still, you need to have that Skyline. They only brought it back when they were like, they gave Paul Walker the Supra because that's the next, that 2 Z engine is it. (laughs) So when it comes down to stuff like that, um, I don't know why I got onto the tangent of the No, that's amazing. I have no idea what you just said. No, this is is great because we know that we have fans who are like super into cars Mm -hmm. and we're total idiots when it comes to that. And they're yelling at us all the time. It's it's really good that we have somebody on the show who knows what the... So so you, you say these movies are fairly accurate in their representation. Of they, the are, they are. They well, are. At least um, these early ones, probably. The earlier, even the later ones, to a certain extent, because a lot of us we grew up, we're older, we have regular jobs now, we do different things, and I like how they adapted um, a lot of the racers into adult lives, as far as owning their own shops, sure. um, going out. I, it's it's. Mm. This is a stretch of the imagination that they're millionaires from robbing and doing certain things. You know right, what I mean? Right. But a lot of my racer friends, they own tattoo parlors. They own, um, uh, they own their own things. They're not working for someone. So right, like Tej it. clearly has uh, his own garage, his yeah. own mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that. So, so that sense. is very accurate when it comes down to the, but the car nature itself, they have really a lot of the cars that's in the culture there. It's just they put a spotlight on the wrong cars. Um, for oh, example, the first one they did like a Jetta. That's cool right, and all, right. but really... Well, but I do think, like, sort of the point of that was just, like, you know, you put the money into it, any car can be a race car. No, yeah, that's true. That's why, so but I that's, like that's that. what the Honda Civic represents. That's, uh, like, the poor man's, like, you can turn a Honda Civic into a, a Porsche. Sure. Like, I've beaten Porsche. That was one of the things that wow. I come from a poor, okay. I come from a poor background. Like, I grew up with my grandfather and my grandmother in a one-shack house, literally. So I couldn't afford a souped-up car, but I wanted to drive fast. I love driving fast. Um, when Fast and the Furious came out, we had this thing that happened in the hood where we had a lot of rich kids from Westwood, from Beverly Hills, from all these different areas that saw the movie and wanted to do what that movie does. That's you know? hilarious because we joked that that probably <laughs> happened. There were executives who were like, I'm, I'm giving up everything and I'm going to go race. No, there was. There was like, a kid. Are you crazy, Cliff? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're 45. kids. 45. Yeah. No. You're an accountant. <laughs> Not 45, but we had like 35-year-old men that yeah. were out in South Central looking for races oh, and they're hey, like you guys want to race tonight? No. Anybody and you think they're a cop. <laughs> like, you're like well, it's got a viper. This dude's fuck? Brian from fucking Fast and the Furious. He's undercover. Well we're, we're all set up for the final act of Too Fast here. The next to last 15 minutes. And uh, Brian and Roman are ready to finally do the job for Carter that they've Spent all movie being hired for. Yeah, and you guys uh, had to explain it all over to me biggest again. biggest audition. It's, yeah. yeah. You pay me for that audition. <laughs> De- Detective Whitworth might or might not give Carter his 15 minutes. Uh, either way, Brian and Roman apparently have a plan of their own that will ensure they get out of this mess one way or another. Right. It's fucking cartoony as shit. It is. Uh, so they, they pull up to Versailles Cafe where they're supposed to begin, and uh, Brian asks Rome if he's ready, and Roman replies, Guns, murderers, and crooked cops, I was made for this, bruh. Yeah. Apparently this was uh, Tyrese's first shot of the film. I love, dude, I love, I love that line because, like, I, I you watch movies like Suicide Squad, they're always like, "We're the bad guys," you know. They always make them sound like whatever. I believe That's that he is do. no, but I, I, I do believe that Rome. You know, you get the vibe that he has some criminal background to. Oh yeah, and that he's, that he's legit. And I love that line because I was like, now he's gonna get to show what he's 
when yeah. he's been talking about the whole movie, and he does. He, sure. He's always Absolutely. backed himself up, even though he talks a lot. I would, like throughout the movie, he did it. Even like back when he not broke the window in the car, he did some. You know, he's showing that I'm hood. He took his yeah. shirt off and broke the car yeah. window. And I put your put your blouse back on. That was a dope <laughs> thing. Um, coming from my neighborhood, I know a lot of guys like that. So the animated, the jokey, everything like it's real. I like that. For so sure. Yeah, he's he's our favorite character in the movie. <laughs> and Anthony's they, not, or he's not your favorite character, right? You like, this you still like Brian I don't Moore? have a favorite character. Okay. I don't blame yeah. him. I, I, just, I think he's completely entertaining. In Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and so they all drive to a trailer park. Uh, Roberto and Enrique show up, of course. Uh, they all drive to a trailer park where Carter apparently owns a trailer, like in Grand Theft Auto, how you can buy a bunch of little <laughs> it's properties. totally in like this junty right? little, like, you're like, why the hell would this guy even own this place? Exactly. Breaking Bad, you know baby. I mean? Breaking Bad. Come on. Yeah. It's where he takes his like side pieces when he when he's <laughs> when he when he doesn't want the beautiful Monica. He's like, right. I'll take one of the you know side pieces of this. Back piece to of my shit. trailer park. Trailer park place. Uh, Roberto and Enrique are still in their own vehicle and pull a couple sledgehammers out of the back. Brian and Roman look nervous. Yeah, I love that moment because you think they're about to get. You're Eat like, oh, something. the game has changed. Well, because yeah. how Roberto and Enrique look at him, they pull it out and it's like, yeah, this is yeah, for you. Yeah. Like, don't look at me. Look at the trailer, brother. They're good villains because oh, like. Yeah. They look menacing as shit when they pull those These out. These two are so yeah. great. I know I keep saying it, but yeah. Um, anyway, also thought uh, I wanted to mention Brian wearing this bright orange T-shirt. Oh yes, and jeans. Finally, thank goodness. But I, again, to confirm our theory that uh, Paul pudged up a bit before. It's I. I thought it either had to be that, or it's in Tyrese's contract where he was like, "If I'm going to do this movie, I have to be the sexy fuck. I have to be the sexy one. Like, I have to show. I have to show that I'm more ripped. muscles. I get a feeling it's a little bit of both. Where like where like Paul Walker was like, I doed up a little. He probably thought Dude, like he I'm the star of this movie. Doughboyed up, right? Yeah. Well, That's... there is a moment where Tyrese pushes his stomach and he goes woo. Although it's more like woo, you know. I don't. But, um, I don't remember that. Did they cut that out? No. I didn't, my version. <laughs> version didn't have that one. I'm That's sorry. Like head cannon. Cannon. Yeah, ah. We've been making up headcanon for a lot of like side characters I in like the movies that. and stuff. <laughs> like, cannon. But um, yeah, something I did want to point out, mm-hmm. like when those guys take the uh, the sledgehammers out of the trunk, it's so melodramatic. And and that is something for, for people who are aspiring writers or filmmakers to keep in mind, mm-hmm. that if they would have just taken them out of the trunk and gone in, it wouldn't yeah, have been no dynamic. Tension. You have to make things heightened in a movie yeah, to the sure. point where you're like, if you did that in real life, one of those guys would be like, what the fuck you brandishing that shit for yeah, exactly. like why are you looking yeah. at, but but in the movie they think oh i'm gonna die they're you like, know they, yeah you have to heighten that the pause it's this that pause especially given the fact that you know they're undercover exactly. right so you're like oh did they figure out is this right. for us yeah for what's sure. going on we're so dead you need yeah. that you need it's that a pause. great moment so roberto tells them uh, to follow them inside the trailer there's a fake occupant inside who Enrico tells to take a hike, and uh, this guy is wearing the most colorful jacket. Well, he's he's wearing white pants, a white, white shirt, and then a jacket no, that no, looks no, like no. he's doing a Captain Marvel cosplay. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say that he had a pre-Cosby kind of like jacket no. on, and but it was a wife beater, not a, a white shirt. Very okay? true. That is he a, looked like Pitbull. Cosby's always going to be an important figure, so I'm going to pay tribute to him <laughs> by wearing this multicolored Joseph Tech color shirt or whatever it is. Sweater on. Are you talking Shazam, Captain Marvel? <laughs> it kind of looks like both. Okay, it looks like, it looks like it could be the Marvel He's Captain Marvel both, yeah. or the DC Captain Marvel. Yeah, he could do them both. He's like the thing that I think is hilarious about it is like this guy's like, look, I'm only going to be on screen for like 
two seconds. I want people to remember me. I am going to look fabulous. I got a peacock does. Yeah, because he like literally just goes, he shuffles out. He kind of, you're right, he sashays out. For those of you at home, Marcellus is doing like a sashay. of money or clothes. Yeah, what's in the bag? That's my question. That's his personal belongings. Like, who takes their personal belongings to a drug house? You know what this house is. Why do you have a bag of stuff? Exactly. It's like gifts for his kids. I don't know. So better not forget the gifts. I would have checked the money bag. Oh, you got money in here, don't you? The uh, undercover cop. the wall open? No. The undercover cop posing as a trailer trash lady informs Whitworth that there is activity at Verone's trailer property. Whitworth tells her not to move. Yeah. So we still don't know where this guy's at. So he's a slumlord. Verone is also a slumlord. Of course. You're making money off this spot. I just like the fact that she's hiding behind the sheet, the way that she keeps coming. She's got this giant walkie-talkie like no one will Close see her. Line. Yeah. She's got like that 1950s Peg Bundy haircut. <laughs> totally. Like she totally looks like a cop. Yeah. Pulls like a three-foot oh, antenna God. out of it. Uh, inside, Roberto's about to start bashing a wall, but Enrique has him uh, remove a painting first. He's an appreciator of art, apparently. Right. Enrique is. <laughs> that was a nice little touch. It was, yeah. I yeah. like that. Who's yeah, the guy who cute. does the light? The Thomas, what's his name? Thomas Kincaid. He's like, don't break the Kincaid. You know, take that off the wall first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how the other guy gets mad too when he does that like what why yeah, we're just gonna yeah. break this thing why oh god these guys these guys are great yeah oh we they were talking movie. Be- yeah we were, we were talking before the the recording that we wanted to see an enrique and uh roberto. and roberto movie and yeah. i would totally be all that spin-off over that. would be dope it would be yeah. like pulp fiction in the fast and furious franchise absolutely so, what accent that'd be amazing after the truck driver from the first movie gets his right. movie sure we and, got and priorities and the upcoming female uh helicopter pilot who i think could be a wow. great spinoff <laughs> which we'll talk about Comical later. Spin-off. Oh god. So uh, they start breaking down the wall. There's a bunch of money behind it which I thought was odd. Apparently this is a thing people do, bury yeah. money in a I wall. I mean, coming from the culture where I come from, <laughs> I've seen this a lot in yeah. a lot of apartments in the jungles. I don't know if you guys know what the jungles is. That's in the hood. That's off of Crenshaw. Okay. Um, the a lot of look it up if you guys are out there, you don't know what the jungles are. Okay, it was that place. You guys seen a uh, training day? Yes. Oh, so you yeah, know that yeah. place where Denzel Washington drives into, and there's just gangbangers everywhere, and they surround them at the end. That's oh, the yeah, jungles. Yeah. That's the jungles. Okay. Okay. Holy shit! Okay. I spent five years in the jungles growing up. Now, mind you, every other apartment probably had drug money in the wall. At some point, <laughs> they b- busted down a wall and got some Mexicans to come in there and redo the wall, and they right. put like drugs or money behind there. That's a regular thing. So maybe the guy in the jacket had just completed the wall, <laughs> like, and will come back tomorrow. That, he'll be come back and, coming back tomorrow and going, "Why is the wall broken already?" Every day. Day, man. Just we need to get a bank account. This is bull junk. <laughs> totally. Why? Okay, so if that's common, see, this is this is one of those things though. If it's common knowledge that criminals put the money in their walls, why wouldn't the police have thought about that? No, they need a like, warrant. And why is Verone doing like this tactic? Well, no, it's it. So this is the other thing. I, with a lot of cousins in jail and whatnot, I've had, I've, I'm damn near a paralegal, <laughs> so I know how the law works. Okay. <laughs> so the whole point of this movie is they have to get the money and Verone in the same place at the same time. If not, then okay. he, he can get a lawyer to like really hearsay everything, get everything mm-hmm. thrown out. So okay. that's the biggest thing. And that's why Verone has the money so far away from where he lives. Okay. Like that's why he has it there in his trailer park. He can pin that on anybody in the trailer park. That's the biggest thing. The police know it's there. That's the other thing. Once they get a warrant, like this brother said right here, that's the first place they're going to go. That's why when you have like a regular house like my apartment and your cousin comes over and he sells drugs out of it, when they come and raid your apartment, they break down all your walls. (laughs) And then you got to pay the landlord and you don't get your rent deposit back, okay? And you're like, why are they breaking down my walls? Because that's where niggas put money, okay? Okay. (laughs) 
Dude, this this has a real. because we were like his plan is so bad, but technically until he gets the money at the airplane, he broke. He is completely Oh yeah. He has so, plausible so denial. That is why yes. he needed cuz we were like why does he have these guys like driving the money for him? That is why. So now it's making more it's sense. All I apologize, apologize to the screenwriters. It's what? He's a it's a fetch quest and he's an asshole. Yeah. Yes. Dude, he I apologize the- to the screenwriters that we savaged <laughs> a few episodes back saying the plan doesn't make sense. Well, Enrique and Roberto stuff the money into gym bags and throw them to Brian and Roman, telling them to load up. Whitworth decides to tell his men to move in. Bilkins is pissed about this. Right. Brian, Roman, and Carter's thugs are loading up the cars when they hear sirens approaching. Before taking off, Roman puts a rock on the accelerator of a nearby SUV. He turns it on and sends it careening head-on into the cops. Enrique is impressed. I, I love the fact that instead of driving away, there's a full 10 seconds where they sit and watch the truck go all yeah, the yeah. way down, hit the cops, then like, they're like, sure it's successful. Ha, ha, ha. No, well, And then it's like, like you said, the ha-ha, we got to watch Tyrese dance his way yes. to his right. convertible bright purple car <laughs> filled with drug money. Pop it's hilarious. And yeah. pop his collar, like you're saying. And the he's only thing, fucking cartoon character. But he's so great. I swear. So I hate great. to say it, though. The only reason that I can't say that this is like derogatory towards my people is because I know guys just like this. Like I know guys that'll rob a store and come out, ha, 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 get in the car, nigga, we just robbed a store. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. You? We gotta get out of here. Why are you dancing in the parking lot? But, there you know, are cameras. You guys watch the NFL, we score, what do we do? That's true. <laughs> All That's right, true. Thank you. Celebrate. celebrate. There you go. Celebrate. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, and also wanted to mention that uh, this is the third time now that uh, Roman has pulled like an Axel Foley kind of. He's totally an he's Axel, Axel Foley, Foley character. I haven't heard that reference. Yeah. That's dope. He does do some <laughs> Axel Foley-ish type stuff. Absolutely. Like you know damn well Eddie Murphy was like, hey, that's my act. That's you know? my yeah. thing. He's <laughs> yeah. totally doing my shit. So they're all able to escape, and Bilkin says he wants that helicopter right over him. Dunn gives the order, finally doing something in this movie. Did you did you notice that when they rode off, though, they drove straight through the female FBI agent's fake laundry? Yeah. No, I didn't. She was like, I just hung that, you know, today. Like, <laughs> they drive right through laundry. her fucking laundry. <laughs> yeah, it's really her laundry. She's been undercover for months, and she's like, that shit's all dirty again. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, probably been really there funny. for a year. Yeah, yeah. truthfully, sadly That's enough. That's all my clothes. Yeah, exactly. Brian, now driving with Enrique, speeds down the highway with Roman and Roberto right behind him. Miami PD are right on their trail, of course, unaware that Brian and Roman are undercover. And uh, one of the cops is producer Neil Moritz, Morowitz. So no, no the, it is Moritz. It's Moritz. Moritz. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. Neil Moritz. And this is the second uh, cam or the second movie he's had a cameo in, which he's is breaking. Cool. He's breaking the. He's doing a Stanley. Yes, yeah. exactly. exactly. Yeah. Hey, totally. what's going on over here, guys? <laughs> Somebody else did that in one of the movies. He was a pizza pizza man or something like that. Yeah, that was, was Rob Cohen, Cohen the yeah. first movie. Yeah. Okay, duh. Yeah. See, damn. <laughs> Enrique hilariously pulls on his seatbelt because he's freaking out. I love, I love that little moment. Enrique and Roberto both are he great like throughout this whole thing. He checks it throughout the chase, too. There's yeah. moments where he's like tapping it to make sure, it's, is this thing on? You now, know, like now it's totally- once again, I have to give him the reference of me being a racer. Whenever I'm driving fast as hell, you get people that hop in the car, and they don't know, new people that don't know you. They hop in the car. They don't put the seatbelt on. They try and lean the seat back. You start driving about 100, and you start switching lanes a certain way. They put that seat upright. They put that seatbelt on. And I've seen many of times when I'm sliding around something, they'll, like, check to see if it's still. Dude, I, I'm not kidding. Like, I hear you describing driving, and I want to go ride with you to see what it's Ooh. like. Like, right now, Although it's I have terrifying. a three-and-a-half-year-old. When my wife got pregnant, she made me sell my Subaru. Put it like that. That's how oh, bad okay. it is. Like, wow. I drive a 2005 Corolla automatic right now because she's scared of what I'm going to do in a stick shift. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I get down. That makes sense. Challenge accepted. We're going to find you a car. We're gonna oh, go no. Outside. I've already I'm 
birthday June of this year, I'm actually talking my father-in-law into letting me go. And we're starting a project car because he worked for Toyota for 35 years. He has like a nice. lot of background. He loves the fact that I'm so in the car. So I'm having a race car by next year. Dude. Going to race right. again? Keep oh, yeah. Keep posted. Nice. But legal. Legal. Legally. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot of yes. tracks. Wink. Wink. <laughs> legal. <laughs> the helicopter cops, the one that are working for the Miami PD, pull out one of those uh, EMP guns again that, again, do not, uh, do not exist. One of them uh, hits Brian's car, but apparently it's not locked in all the way, so they can't take full control. Yeah, it's one claw well, that's disengaged. Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> I love the fact that it cuts to the shot of the guy holding his like pre-iPad, and it's like engaged, engaged not engaged, and it literally is going. Amp, 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 amp. And he's got what's going his what's going on yeah, face. He's like, oh no, the Scooby. Totally. Nobody pulls over for the cops. Oh, so in the first movie, in the chases, there were no cars on the street. In this one, there are literally 50 police cars and helicopters chasing these cars, and everyone on the road's like, nope, not yeah, pulling over. Yeah, it's the Blues Brothers. Just drive oh, so they're in Los Angeles. Evil. That's what you're saying. It's exactly. It's the same. <laughs> Miami and Los Angeles are the same city, apparently. <laughs> Brian yeah. sees the EMP carpoon lodged in carpoon. the back door <laughs> and tells Enrique to take the wheel. He leans out the window while still pushing the accelerator with his foot and tries to pull the hook thing off of his car. It's just about to fully engage when he, when he manages to pull it out with his bare hands somehow. He well, takes he it. does cover it. He does. But he it's got to be with lodged. With a rag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a rag, which the electricity Which is the same through. color of his T-shirt. <laughs> yes, which reason. is oh, weird. I, we also do have to point out, we mm -hmm. mentioned this earlier, anytime something is sci-fi in a movie, doesn't exist. It always has a green glow. <laughs> right. So if you watch these these SWAT cops, they pull the guns out. They literally have like a green glow. When they fire the carpoons, green puffs of smoke smoke come out of the guns. And when the when the claw engages in the car, there's literally purple Tesla mm -hmm. electricity. It goes <laughs> just like uh, the mutagen. Like, like the, they're raising yeah. fucking Frankenstein from the dead. Yeah, it's I, like it's so over the top. I think I called that like the the Men in Black like wow yeah thing. Oh, that's totally with, like a with Men the in green Black thing. thing. But yeah. I think it goes even further back to that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Eraser. Okay. Oh. That movie is really bad, but it's fun. Yeah, but it had all a lot of tech, cool stuff in there too. Yeah. yeah. All their tech was green. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's always green or purple yeah. when it's when it doesn't exist in a movie. I also want to point out the fact that when uh, Brian gives the will to Enrique, he screams out that I can't drive. Right. Like, you've been I driving know, all movies. What movie, does that man. mean? Tough as some bitch in the entire movie. It's like can you not drive now like a baby. or at all? I can't drive, man. <laughs> I didn't understand what are you that. Talking about? You well, just he, got his learner's permit last week. Right. Wow. <laughs> Carter's like, Carter, can you imagine? Cut to three weeks before this movie. <laughs> Carter Verone's like, what do you mean you can't drive? <laughs> well, you're breaking up my whole plan. Now we're going to have to find two Drivers, racers. Right, and he right, pulls yeah. Monica into the office. We just created the prequel <laughs> of this movie. And Monica's like, I think I can help. So Brian uh, wow. throws the grappling hook thing at the cop car behind him, behind him and it lodges in its front grill sending it out of control and like you said Vito anytime you see one of the cops they're like turning oh, no, the that wheel that was Marcellus oh was that you yeah, yeah, that was yeah. they always it always cuts to this like comical this over exaggerated shot of this over exaggerated turning the wheel, the wheel yeah. left everybody dude none of these cops have tactical driving training and they make it's you like, do that a Keystone Cops movie Keystone you Cops you would think they'd have some sort of plan for a scenario like this right exactly they're not and you know what's really there's a moment when uh 
when Ro- uh, Robert, what's his name? Roberto. Roberto yeah. Grabs Rome's arm when they fire the claw. He grabs it like a girl in a movie when they're like, oh my God. Like he grabs his arm and then realizes it and then lets him go. Yeah. That's kind of funny. It's funny watching these two stereotypically macho fucking They have been badasses the whole yeah, they're movie. Badass yeah. as they're badasses the whole movie. And they're reduced right to now. these like babbling morons. Totally. It's pretty funny. But but it's a, a very effective way for John Singleton to show that Brian and Rome are in control. Yeah. Like, they never yeah, lose absolutely. their shit. Mm-hmm. These other two supposed pros are totally morons. They're that's out a, of their yeah. element. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You yeah. look at Brian, he got that stone cold steel look, and yep. freaking Rome is laughing the whole time, yeah. having fun. So you're just like, who are these guys? My, yeah, yeah, like, that's he's true. insane. They do have sort of two, she showcases their different personalities really well. Yeah. Uh, Rike is freaking out still and tells Brian that he's crazy. And we don't know, I don't know exactly what he says because the subtitles still say speaking <laughs> Spanish. Yeah, that is so I caught loco, and that's ridiculous. It. <laughs> so ridiculous. They could have just put, just put something in there. You could have put like, "Don't forget to do the laundry." <laughs> do anything just to fuck around. If you're gonna be a lazy <laughs> subtitler, have fun with it. Yeah, sure. absolutely. At the airfield, which is where Brian and Roman are headed towards, Markham is with his customs agents, and they're approaching the airstrip. Like through a field of tall grass, just kind of weird. We were talking earlier. Wearing all black, <laughs> standing out like I don't get this. Where's some yeah. camouflage? We were joking that they looked like the, the Velociraptors at the beginning of the <laughs> right, movie right. are in Jurassic Park, uh-huh. like going through the brush. It's like, do they not notice the helicopter or the the plane pilot over there? A truck. There's an SUV in the grass, pushing yeah. through the grass <laughs> slowly. And what airfield doesn't cut its grass? Exactly. Like, so I that- get it. it's a long, like you know, one of those places where no one, you know. I forgot. Yeah. Abandoned. It's an abandoned sure, yeah. airfield. We get it. Yeah. But no. No. Yeah. It makes no sense. Cut the grass. Yeah. Markham reports to Bilkins that they have Carter's SUV in sight. They see uh, the, the SUV that's supposedly holding Carter. Of course. Moving forward. Uh, and Brian and Roman take an exit off the highway, and the cops still following can't quite make the turn in time, so yes. they all crash into each so other again. So badly Because they just got their uh, learner's right. permits as well. <laughs> no one can... I swear, I want to I wanna, I wanna freaking do the Benny Hill music over this. There are actually cops at, in moments in this race that just spin in circles. Yes. Like, What's well, happening? It's like an episode of Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> God damn, what have these uh, Duke boys gotten themselves into? Let's Boss see next Hall week has. on the Dukes of Miami. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is either an amazing driver or can't drive at all. At all. Those are mm-hmm. your two options. Because that was just yeah. a regular exit. They couldn't make a, <laughs> regular, a regular exit. exit. It's not it's like a, they barely missed it. It's not yeah. a curve. It's a straight line exit. Yeah. They saw them do it ahead of them, too. It's not like it was just last minute. Like, you saw this bright greenish hey. yellow car and this bright purple car that has sparkle glitters on it take an exit, and y'all still spent the opposite direction. What's going on here? <laughs> makes you wonder if the guy who crashed there was like, damn it. You'll never make detective doing shit like this. <laughs> You'll never make detective. Now, the, the vast, well, this entire 15 minutes is basically a, a race chase scene, so mm-hmm. I assume Anthony hated it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was, Just confirming. You were checked out the whole time. I was checked out. I don't Hard Damn it, Anthony. Eyes glassy. Just. But did you notice, Anthony? That a quarter of the way through the race, for some reason, the helicopters just disappeared. Because I did. And I was like, where did the helicopters go? Did well, they, they just go, we lost them behind some trees. I guess we should all turn around and go They went to get another EMP home. gun. Wow. 
<laughs> we, we fire one. Yeah. And he's like, oh, damn, we need to back up. Make this one purple uh, this time. <laughs> yeah. Make this one purple. Oh, God. They just gave up. Yeah. So, so there, there's a bunch of more driving, shifting, turning, and accelerator pressing. There's just a bunch of quick cuts of this driving going on. Wake me up when they're talking about family again. I, I will do that. The second unit director got paid essentially to show he was like we need somebody to get some chuck you know uh taylor shoes and we need to have like multiple angles and shots of those feet pressing the gas and or the brake and or a combination of both this guy was like this is i went to film school for this this is my this is what i have to shoot shots of sticks being shifted (laughs) yeah sorry no 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 i could imagine that that's the other thing they must have like this hour and a half like roll of footage of just shifting and chucks different colored chucks touching an accelerator would that be amazing (laughs) and the only thing I can say is that I'm happy they used a chuck because as a racer I love racing in chucks because you can feel the accelerator it's almost barefoot racing you know what I mean it feels Ah. really good because Brian is wearing chucks in the first Mm -hmm. movie too you're not you're not gonna win a race wearing crocs no no or heels or boots some Jordans, or Uggs, Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so okay, that okay. That Actually, I knew up. this racer, the, the Alaskan racer. He wore nothing but Uggs. Man, was amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> I made that up. I'm I sorry. Be, uh, <laughs> damn it! I wanted to be friends with that guy that you made up. Well, I was going to ask how. Okay, so is it important? This is this is like a dumb question, but I want to know. Like, is it more important to like dress like casual when you're like? Do you does how you dress when you're racing matter? I would wear pajamas. Yeah, because you know, if you're in a suit, like it'd be hard to like a onesie, turn, you know, because exactly. they're tight. A Pikachu so, like, onesie. With, with, with Vin Diesel always being sleeveless, uh, I like that because it does help. Like if you have a sleeveless shirt on, or if you have like a big baggy shirt, you can move your arms better as far as turning. That's mm. why Brian wears baggy shirts. No, Brian is wearing a baggy shirt because he's fat in this movie. Okay. <laughs> yes, we've one X would have been fine. Two X's, no, you got a stomach, buddy. You're pregnant. You're nine months. Okay. No, he's borrowing that's... clothes from Fat Joe. Yeah, yeah. If anybody remembers that guy. Now, it, it, that shirt, would bro. anyone ever uh, race barefoot? Yeah, I know a lot of people. Are, I don't know a lot of females that race barefoot is because they're used to walking around in heels. Um, it is dangerous to a certain extent. I can't do it because I, it's too much control. Like I, I feel like. I don't want to say too much control, but it's too sensitive for me. But if you're used to it, I guess you're used to it. And a lot of women, they wear heels. And they, it's, I've seen women race they in heels, too. Heels? Yeah, I've seen women, like, Amazing. stick shift and race in heels. And I'm like, how did you do and that? And do well? And do well, yeah. Wow. And like, um, even on, because I ride motorcycles, too. Like, I've seen some women, like, they're shifting in heels. And that's just amazing to me, you know what I mean? Um, it's also kind of hot. It is extremely <laughs> totally, hot. Because yeah, they got totally. that heel just hooked on that peg, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's oh, just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not at all. <laughs> Enrique is now Brian's biggest fan. Tells him he's a good driver. Brian says, "Thanks, bro." Yeah, he's he's totally like. I love the fact uh, this is the turning point in the movie where Enrique finally earns the or gives him the respect right, that he right. has yeah. earned. He finally is like, "I'm going to kill you five minutes from now, but I'm going to respect <laughs> yeah. you while I'm doing it." Yeah, I'm going to do Which it real quick cool. to the back of the head. I was going <laughs> right. to shoot you in the leg and let you yeah. squirm around a little bit. Shoot you in the stomach. I used to enjoy yeah. torturing <laughs> a man, death. but yeah. now. I'm going to get sick, so I'll just shoot you in the yeah, face. Yeah, your brother. And speaking Thanks. of cowboys, uh, there, Singleton does mention again how there's all these sort of Western shots here. It's like, you know, them riding up on their horse and the two shots and stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's got the Western. It's it, These movies are really good with the bro codes. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Like, they are about... They're about they're about men and women finding respect for one another and like you know mm-hmm. earning like and testing earning your metal yep. and things like that. So there there is a deeper meaning to these movies I think that a lot of people get. For oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, the Miami PD believes they have the road blocked, but of course Brian and Roman maneuver around them. 
they keep going and end up in a warehouse somewhere. Just the two garage doors are open, and they, they zoom in there. And uh, someone closes the doors just in time to keep the cops out. The doors open back up, and a bunch of heavy-duty pickup trucks pour out and drive into the cop cars. Well, I've, I've got to gotta bring something up. Yeah. The, okay, so Bilkins is a fed. Yes. I, I have a, the question of why Bilkins was not able to call this whole police chase off. Why yeah. was he able to remember, step in? They can't reveal their plan because they know there's a mole in the police. The PD. In the yeah, PD. That's true. Because like I, I had written, written in my notes, it's like it's like they had wasted tons of manpower. I thought about that. Ca- too. There are like tons of cars. Yeah. There are people being killed. There, there's like it's, it's thousands of dollars. Innocents are in danger. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, all they needed to do was wait for these guys to get to the plane. And then arrest them. Mm-hmm. The the whole plan is stopped if Markham had just said, "We're going to wait till they get here and we'll take them." You didn't need all those cops. Yeah. That huge chase. In fact, it alerted them that they were being chased versus them you know, just getting to the place thinking yeah. they were safe and taking them. So that was one of the things I kept thinking about. The other thing that is really funny is uh, we did not mention that we have this comical. I'm sorry, young lady, whoever you are who played the helicopter pilot. <laughs> you are so listening. Readings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah, exactly. This was she's my like, favorite podcast. She's like, it's my favorite show, but <laughs> they just ripped me a new one on this one. I was but just she, waiting for my scene to show up right. so they could talk about <laughs> it. My favorite episode. <laughs> she, the way that she sang it to her husband, though, is in bad dialogue, whatever, like the way she does it in the movie, because her, her timing, she says, We've got the area blocked ahead. They've got nowhere to go. And she's like totally like it's a 1930s screwball comedy. And she's like, I'm Myrna Loy. Like, what are you? What is Well, maybe is she your- was a real police officer because they did mention that all the customs oh, agents yeah. are real agents. So, it, but, but her, her like. She was particularly readings, and then no. and then when that helicopter goes over, like there's there's like a military helicopter or whatever it is that goes over her. She literally goes, "Ugh, what's that?" And she like you're like you're in a helicopter. You have almost like a 360 view. It's a fucking helicopter. It's one of the things you are in, and you should know to be able to identify a helicopter. Okay, so take those lines of dialogue out and put them on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. You can still kind of figure out what's happening. Yeah, she doesn't need to. She knew somebody. Yeah, Yeah. she knew somebody. My theory is, yeah, she's Derpa. I call him Derpa Dunn. She's Derpa Dunn's mom, and that's why she's so clueless. And yeah, she's totally. I mean, like, it's a fucking helicopter. It flew over you. She's doing that totally for herself. Because even if you look at the scene again, the helicopter pilot is just serious and just like really. And she's like looking like, come on, this is funny. I'm like, I'm about to act. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she's a frustrated stand-up comic. She's testing out her material on her co-pilot. Oh, I love man. when people do that to me. They're like, "Are you are you working out your tight five for the comedy <laughs> store? Is that what you're doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Improv tomorrow, Marcellus? No, f you, dude. I'm trying to be funny. Totally. Oh, <laughs> you're like talking, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What's the deal with the airline food, Marcellus? Cut it out. <laughs> We've heard this. She won a uh, a walk on roll. By that's drinking right. a six Some, pack of Mountain Dew, that's right. Mountain Dew Surge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her her line readings in this are just terrible. Please pay attention to them and watch them because it's Ugh. just she's she's like out of a thirty. Would you say they're comedy. cringeworthy? They're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. pretty bad. But yeah. and then I have to agree with you on the helicopter thing because. The other pilot knew that they were that close to the helicopter. Yeah. You're supposed to be incognito. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Why did you buzz them like that? Yeah. <laughs> right. He, right. Like, and, they, and it's so close. It's got to be like a process shot. Yeah. That's that's bad. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I cut you off, Anthony. You were going to say something. What were you going to say? I don't remember. 
Vroom vroom, uh, bitches. Yeah, no, that, okay. ah, sure. Sorry, I feel bad now. You owe me 25 cents for that. You got it. Apparently, the rapper on the soundtrack here was a friend of John Singleton's, <laughs> who was a local Cuban rapper in Miami, a guy named Pitbull. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Who, who, who I guess has... he wasn't as famous as he is at this point. And yeah, d- that man went nowhere in his, <laughs> his career. Dude, his cover of <laughs> Africa in Aquaman is cringeworthy. That's it's as bad as the helicopter pilot. Oh, don't play. I Are you serious? There's a cover of yeah. Pitbull doing Pitbull Africa in Aquaman. I don't know if you guys can hear that out there. I know I can't picture it in my head, yeah. I know I speak very well, but I am black, and that just makes no sense whatsoever. It's so out of place in the movie. Yeah. That it, it it made me laugh. I I was actually sitting next to a couple of black guys who went, "What the? Yeah, fuck? see, I can imagine really loud when that song came on, and I went, I was nodding at them like. <laughs> but yeah, to be fair, that's my really reaction bad. every time I hear Pitbull. Um, anyway, I still don't believe yeah. them. Oh, they said terrible. that Pitbull it's does terrible. a cover of Africa in Aquaman. I'm gonna tell yeah. my wife that later. Oh, I, dude, I think it, it is. just samples Africa. Oh, okay, I, I thought he was just it's like pretty dun, dun. hardcore. Oh yeah, he's like yeah, he's singing nothing that a hundred men of war could ever do. That's almost exactly as good as what it is. Oh, in no. the show. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's, now I got to see Aquaman. Yeah, me yeah. too. Not Just so. for this. Marcellus, I don't know if you know this, but the, the guy who plays the uh, mechanic, Tej's mechanic, the Asian guy, mm-hmm. who does that horrible rap. Oh, no, no, Jin. Went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. went on no. to be like a huge rapper. No, we even like before that. By okay, this. so you guys don't know the story of Jin? No. no. Jin is, that's one of my homeboys. I love this guy. You know this guy? I know him. I know him. Holy I know shit. Jin. No joke. So Jin, he got he made his way up. BET used to have this thing where they have a freestyle, freestyle contest on 106 in Park. So every week they would have like a couple of guys come from New York and they would freestyle against each other. It's usually a black guy, you know, maybe a Hispanic guy every once in a while. We got this one white guy named Blind Fury. A blind dude rapping killed it, all right? His name was Blind Fury. Blind Fury. That's, that's amazing. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's he's, pretty he's awesome. out of control. He's like Stevie Wonder, like where he can hear the beats and the sounds and he can rap to anything. The guy's mm-hmm. amazing. He was the first one that was the oddball that won. Wow, the second okay. one was this Asian guy named Jin. And he used to have all these, like, what is he like? I know your girlfriend like Chinese food because she had my egg rolls in her mouth. Like, he had stuff <laughs> like that. Like, I know your woman's Classic. an alcoholic because she'd be swallowing gin. Like, oh, no. oh my God. He had Jesus. some dope stuff and he was killing these black guys. Like, these black guys were like crying on stage. So and funny. he won, if you won like all year, you got a record contract okay. and you get an album and all this other stuff. He wind up getting a record contract with um, Rough Riders, a Rough Rider shit. Records okay. with DMX and all them. He was toured with them. He has a lot of crazy tracks. The thing is that when you're a freestyle rapper, you can't necessarily write albums mm, right there's a difference there's a big yeah. difference so that's why his career never really took off but he he's a, he's acting a lot of different movies tv shows he's still around in the freestyle world and he's a hell of an actor like i'm excuse me a hell of a rapper well, no he is he he does movies with like tony john so yeah. we were like yeah we, we we were joking about him last week and then i found out he was like this huge rapper and mm-hmm. i was like i'm an idiot what Boy, have has i done respect. with rap he has career? respect in i mean like, well, well, was, this was all before too fast yeah, it was before Too Fast. It was. Wow. It was before. I think that's okay. how you got the role in Too Fast. Makes sense. So all the, the trucks go out, and then a bunch of cars come out. There's like 200 people in this garage. It's, it's full of race car it's drivers. It's a big-ass garage. It is very big, yeah. Did you guys notice that you hear these like really odd Lion King vocals? <laughs> I never noticed this before. I swear to God. They sit there for no. a second. The, the, the things go down, and you hear like, Alea, Alea, Yeah, and it's like, Alea. 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 like You hit a car, it's accelerating in that. But they're yeah. doing this like, they're, it's like a code that they're communicating with one another inside the garage uh-huh. and I was oh, like yeah. it literally sounded like the opening of the Lion King I expected him to hold Simba up but it and then all of a sudden like I swear to god it was like I was like 
the thing that I imagined was the sound guy was like to the producer, I accidentally like put a sample from like Lion King in the in the thing by mistake, and the guy was like, they'll never notice it. Just keep, keep it in. He's like, I could take it out. He's like, nope, keep it in. This you is know? funny, like watching people analyze this that's outside the culture as far as outside the hood and outside of like street racing and whatnot. So in the hood, when you, it, the, those are bird calls. I was like, what are you talking about the Lion King? I thought I was listening for a real soundtrack, you know? Yeah. So in the hood, we have this thing like, I don't know if you ever noticed they, they call them bird uh, pigeons. We train pigeons. We do this to alert other people that cops are coming. Yeah. No interesting, joke. Interesting. So we'll have one guy in the hood that, uh, that's trained pigeons. And he can clap a certain way. And the pigeons will go up and they'll turn right and left in the sky. So when you look up and you see a whole bunch of birds going a certain way, what? that's the pigeon guy telling you that I'm on the roof with the pigeons feeding them and I see the cops coming to raid. No wow. joke. That's New York amazing. and it, the East Coast and West Coast, we do this. It's Developed to a, uh, a level where even me growing up in my hood, if we get lost, say I'm in the mall and I'm lost and I'm a homeboys around, I go, cool, cool, uh-huh, uh-huh. like you that's do that. That's exactly what they yeah, were doing. That's what I was when you said that. And I was like, it's it's like five seconds of that. And I was like, what is fucking happening? That's code. That's our code. That's like like if like if I'm my homeboy George is all the way over there and I go, cool, cool, real loud, that nigga go, cool, cool, and then we'll stand up and be like, oh, okay, he over there. It's echolocation, no joke. It's hood. Now, if echo- I heard wow. that right now in this theater and somebody went, cool. I'd stand up and yell for Cocoa Pops, <laughs> and I would and, and I'd get shot. Shot. I was gonna say that right but, now, uh, <laughs> but but it like legit. There's like this, and I I went back like four times and was like, there is tripping. some kind of weird communication going on. There's tropical birds. I tried that with my wife. My wife's Chinese. I tried that with my wife. Did not work. She's like, why are you over there with the monkey sounds? So all the cars drive out and scatter in all different directions, confusing the cops. One of the drivers is Orange Julius, who's having a blast, and uh, Slapjack's also there. So they're yeah, they both returned. The, Good old yeah. Slappy. Yeah, they're yeah. back. I guess I guess Orange Julius got his rent paid. Yeah. No, no, or was it was a Slapjack? Slapjack, yes. Slapjack got his rent. Paid. Very happy to see that he still has a place to live. I love. And I he love got his the car fact. fixed too. Shoot. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I know his car is in great condition. There's a huge like hair pick on the side of his car though. That's dope. Because I thought totally. it was like a sunburst design at first. And I went back and I was like, it's a fucking hair pick on his car. Yeah, he's supposed to be the Afrocentric one. Right. Exactly. So I'm glad There's we had got some representation. Stereotypical yeah. characters. Well, that's my, and it's Michael Ely we talked mm-hmm. about, yeah. who's going yeah. on to have a freaking amazing career. That dude's amazing. Yeah, even yeah. before that, he had a pretty crazy, like, yeah. just in my community, I guess, like dramas and whatnot. He's always been that go to guy. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, can you speak to, uh, you know, cops showing up at races and the So, when, when it comes down to it, this scene is, is hysterical in one, re- in one way and it's very factual in the other. It's hysterical because I couldn't imagine a whole bunch of legal racers coming together to try and do this for another race. <laughs> Bonding right? to... Yeah. Like, aren't they get, they'd get arrested, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're right? all going to get arrested. they to jail for like... Well, the ones that don't get away, but sure. yeah, yeah. you'll get arrested for exhibition of speed. You'll get um, for evading the cops. Like, that's, that's a lot of money fine-wise, like thousands of dollars fine-wise. Sure. And if you can't pay the fines, you go to jail. Right, and a lot right. of times they'll give you jail time and a fine. That's ridiculous. Too I hate risky. those. Yeah, it's too risky for you to just be like, "I'm gonna help the homie out and go over here and do this." Right. But the factual side of this is that that's what really happens at these car meets. Majority of the time, we have different blocks where we have 25 to 50 people showing off their cars. We only got two races going on at a time. So when we get that one person that ha ha ha, they let you know like. Cool, cool. 
There's pigeons in the air. The pigeon. You see the pigeons Jeez in the air. Cheese it, boys. It's the cops. <laughs> I couldn't imagine somebody getting on a loudspeaker and saying that. Cheese <laughs> it. It's the cops. Like, is he like serious? you're from a Nancy it's the cartoon. Fuzz. Yeah. It's yeah. the fuzz. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we do. We scramble. We all take a direction. Majority of the time, once you get there and you park, you look around like, all right, yeah, that's my spot right there. That's where I'm going to go. Like, I know I'm going to beeline it that way. And I know how I can get straight to the freeway and back in my neighborhood before. Or Interesting. when okay. you go back to the first Fast and the Furious, um, they showed it the best way. They showed it the best way. When they show the race got raided, um, Dom was smart enough to go straight to a car garage, park his car, change his shirt. I do that. That was my thing. Like, I'd have a different color hoodie. Most guys, they'll walk around with their white tees. That's annoying because they're going to know you're in a white tee. I'll race in a black shirt. I have a blue hoodie in my back seat. As soon as they come raid, I'm not trying to race. I'm not trying to run and go straight home. I'm trying to go somewhere, park the car. Even if it's in somebody's driveway, I'll park in somebody's driveway. And then what are they going to do? Get my car towed? I'll park in the driveway, hop out, put my blue hoodie on, and walk down the street. Now, Dom Toretto is very, like, they know him. They I recognize know, that's really, why they were able to get Dom. bald, dude. But head. me usually walking, I'm just another black guy in a hoodie. So it doesn't really translate. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to this, that scramble, it's real. That's how it is. People, is and it's called a scramble. And it's so called a scramble. Like usually you scramble, nice. you um, you smash, you got to get out of there. That's that's right. what it is. Uh, the fact that, you, like you guys said, that Orange Julius, and I forgot what was the other guy's Slap name. Slap Slap Jack, the fact that they were having fun, that's how it is. If you're a veteran racer, you've been through about 10 or 20 of these, you know you're not going to get caught. You're going to let the little guys get caught up, and you're going to get away. So that's <laughs> you have fun. So that was very accurate. It looks fuck like it's cartoons. <laughs> now, <laughs> truth. What? <laughs> yeah, fuck them all. <laughs> Fucking little guys. They should be winning races and not scrambling. If you the, can't get away from guys. the police, then you can't win a race. That's oh, how it is. That like, makes sense. How accurate is it like with names like Slapjack and Orange Julius? I, and I don't stuff? know. That's, that's not real, You don't right? have like code names or... We have code names like like my nickname is Havoc. I've always been Havoc. Like, and it cool. was something that X-Men was... X-Men reference, yes. Yes, exactly. I'm, right. a, I'm a Marvel guy. My son's named after Gambit for the love of God. Like, his name's awesome. Remy. So awesome. awesome. I've always had like... A, and I've been that kind of guy. I'm a... I've also, because I've always been into martial arts, so I've always been like the karate kid. They always make me Power Ranger. Like, I saw the hood make fun of you if you know karate. Mixed martial arts wasn't that popular back then, but now it's just like, oh shit, he can fight. Um, but yeah, that was always my nickname. Other people usually have a nickname that's transitioning from their family or the hood. It's not, or, right. you know, like some, that, those are weird cartoony names that I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine anybody having. Like, I got a friend, Blackie, he's, he's Hispanic. <laughs> His whole family's light skinned, but he's dark as heck. So we call him Blackie. That's, That's one of the names I, that you I've get always on respected the, the nickname Blackie. <laughs> it's, it sounds like you could be in a casino, you could be racing a car. You could be doing anything. A lot of stuff you could, you could be, be a you gunslinger. Know. Hey, you owe, yeah, yo, Blackie Money. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a great name. Yeah, I'm um, going to call Captain Crunch. Captain That's Crunch. Nice. Crunch. Nice. Vroom, vroom, <laughs> Captain Crunch. Yep. <laughs> and I'll be your sidekick, Crunch Berries. In a, wow. In, in the first yeah, film, um, during the, that comedian, first race, so um, you know, there's, berries. say, 200 people there. Only four people are racing. And there's so many streets to block. Do you ever get, like, blocking duty? Like, tonight you're just expected to yes, block a street. and that's the most annoying thing in the world. Like, even in this one, they showed it at the beginning. They had, like, a lot of the trucks, because the trucks can't race. So they had the trucks going out there with the chicks, with the, with certain females, and they were blocking off streets with cones. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't work in L.A. I'd imagine that's working in Miami, but that wouldn't work in L.A. Like, niggas drive around cones. They'll right, knock over right, your right. cones. You've seen it. I saw we it on the way here. respect anything in LA signage yeah. or anything so yeah. that would street work. closed well it means there's no one on it yeah yeah <laughs> but literally they will have like you pick six depending we don't try and block as many streets because in the movie they did it to extreme it's a movie they're gonna do right. that exaggerate but in the streets we were trying to block two or two or three streets so that we can get a straight lane um and yeah you'll get on duty where you have to use your car to block and majority of the person that's gonna block he's gonna get caught 
Interesting. He is because the so person that's blocking is the last one. themselves almost for the greater good. The, ra- the greater good. And you were saying that you didn't believe the the, the bridge jump, right? Like yeah, that was the, the one thing was, about the opening well, race. There are clearly that you didn't think is, physics defying things right, in this film. Right. Yeah, you'd flip. You'd do so many things. Yeah, There's so much right? problems with that. But I mean, I couldn't imagine him setting, shutting, shutting that down like that and even having it. I could imagine him. What was it? Uh, we don't want to go forward. We're going to stay backwards. But yeah. I can imagine them getting like a security guard with a parking structure or something like that. That that's where you're going to race at or something like that. But I couldn't imagine you guys getting the bridge guy to shut down the bridge and then right. cock right. it up and do it like that. That involves like, city planning. We yeah. were wondering yeah. what is going on. Yeah, like, yeah. But on a regular, we would do buy, we'll do a circuit race of a couple of blocks going around. You shut it down and we we have fun. So nice. so the scramble is real. Oh, the scramble this is, is real. This is blowing my mind. Yeah, because I but thought all this, this good was like so here. fake. You know, I thought it was all made up for the movie, but it's all pretty legit. It's a natural thing. It's more of a natural thing than a planned thing, and it just always mm-hmm. happened. Like it, you got to have a plan, I'd imagine. Exactly. I mean. Yeah. Well, the good ones. Yes. That's why the little guys get caught. Oh right, yeah, because they don't have a plan. Fuck those little guys. Yeah. Sadly enough, little the little guys. guys is never a poor guy, so don't feel bad for him. It's usually some rich kid that just some came and has kid. like yeah. way too much money, and he's thinking he's doing something. That's why they made fun of Paul Walker. That's who they thought Paul Walker was mm. in the first one. Makes they sense. thought he was some rich kid that saw something and was like, "I want to be hood," and came uh. out, "Dude, I almost got you!" Like, yeah, take yeah. your surfer ass back over there. Totally, you're yeah. not part of this. Like, Especially when he offers to race for slips. It, that's another thing. Yeah. He races for respect, Anthony. Mm. Mm. That's right. But the offer is pink slip. That's another thing yeah i think somebody asked me that have you ever raced for pinks we see it but for the most part if you you love your car your car's your totally. baby you're that not gonna sense. race for your baby i'm not putting my son up i'm not putting my son up f you like that always seems super risky like in films i'm like god man you sure you want to do that you know you don't know for sure do you know what i put into this you know what <laughs> yeah. i did to this so yeah. that was risky but that's that's the reason like you're saying that makes you question his character because you're like wait this rich kid with all this stuff because you remember when they opened his hood like man do you yeah. see what he has like yeah. his nos fogger kit was like the most it was something that you would put in a stock car mm. so you're just like why does he have this in it so once you already oh. questioning him and then he's like i'll race you for pink so he doesn't even care that means he put fifty thousand dollars into this car and he'll go and do it again just like that tomorrow and you'll see him with a different car that's accurate that's something that we wow. see we get westwood kids and i used to love just smashing on them <laughs> i love it because i'm poor i come from nothing so I want to show you that I'm better to you, even though you have more money. I want to write a movie about a dude who like puts his like super duper expensive souped out car like on the line and loses, and then his life just falls apart spectacularly. Like he, because he doesn't have his car, he can't drive to work. work. He gets <laughs> fired. His girlfriend breaks up with him. She's he only goes into for the car. Yeah, so it's he, basically the story of the executives we talk about who quit <laughs> to become racers in real life. Yeah, yeah. and lose everything. He, Gets Can I come back to the studio Monday and like uh, have my job back? And they're like, Ray, you quit. Yeah, no, yeah. No. That's real. Guys ruin their life because they go and try and do that. I'm going to stop right there. The executives, they'll, I'm going to go race. They'll go buy a Corvette. Mm-hmm. They'll crash it and kill somebody, and they're in jail for the rest oh, of their life. Shit. No joke. It's happened a lot. Hulk Hogan's son. Hulk Hogan's son. Hulk Hogan's son did that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick Hogan. Uh, Nick Hogan. So Bilkin's copter has a camera yeah. on the warehouse, so Bilkin can watch, and he's loving. He's eating this up that, uh, you know, Brian and uh, Roman are getting away from the there Miami There is cops. a really sublime Bilkin's yeah. moment. It's a it's a close-up of Bilkin's. He's smiling, and then it cuts to a reverse angle of the monitors, and he actually says... The scra- what is the line? He says something. Where is it? Uh, we must have lost him in the scramble. Yeah. So this is the one moment in the movie he's hip enough to know that this is a scramble. Yeah. 
But uh, he's going to go back to being an idiot in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? But Bilkins is my favorite character. He is That's amazing. Fair. That's in this totally movie. fair. Yeah. yeah Bilkins you know, I cannot, is great. I will not make fun of you. I will not make fun of you for that. The scene where, what's it called? Where Tyrese and them are like wrestling and fighting. And yes. He just sits yeah. back eating the popcorn. That made, that yes. right there did it for he's, him. He's, he's on vacation. He yeah, really like, does. Like, I wish he came back for the rest of the movies. That would be dope. I honestly yes. wish they'd work him into like the last two seasons. It would be time. easy. It would be yeah. easy too. Sure. Like, that contact. He's a fed. Yeah, I mean, you have to imagine that somewhere along the line, I mean, I, you could make the connection that, spoilers, that, uh, you know, Kurt Russell's character, he's he's a, he's basically yeah. a fed too, but yeah. he's like, like like black ops, kind of like we don't really shadowy exist, you know. Kind of I thing. forgot he was could, in that movie. Yeah, you could you well, could totally we'll tie all that together, yes, please, dude. You could have Bilkins be a part of that team, like he got promoted, and sure, like, there's ways. To there's do so it. many, yeah. you know. So if the filmmakers are listening, please bring back Bilkins. Bring back Bilkins. We love yeah, that Bilkins, would be crazy. Dude. Actually, have him like, oh, we think you know this guy, and he's like, hey, yeah, guys. And he dude, out. I would, yeah. dude. Flip that would be out. fucking amazing. Yeah, I'd, I'd freak be, out I'd in the theater, and I don't like to do that. Bilkins spots Brian and Roman green and purple cars and tells his helicopter helicopter guy to follow him there's more driving the cops have the green and purple cars cornered bilkins is upset about this he's nervous about uh you know his guys getting caught Mm -hmm. they tell the drivers to step out of the car and it's tej and suki dude suki is wearing something like barbella barbarella space boots yeah super boots they're pretty they're pretty uh, you know at the risk of perving out too much she's really sexy in this scene she is like it's it's she steps out of that car like she's modeling for like victoria's secret it's amazing but it's like i said with those big heels how is she shifting gears like honestly (laughs) like how you're like where's the realism (laughs) yeah where's the realism here the uh you know what's that entire chase scene i have to point out Mm -hmm. i pointed this out earlier there are cops that are comically like circling around in confusion. None of them are in control. You know, it does seem like a Benny Hill. It's very mm-hmm. like these cops are just like total boobs in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. makes me wonder if like for future movies they were like, we need to make the law enforcement look a little, a little more. more legit. Because they do in all of the other movies, the cops are way more competent. But sure. they're total idiots. Well, in this no, film. if you realize because in the next movies they make them work with the cops. So that's what's supposed yeah. to make them better, you yeah. know? So But I do think yeah. that it's sort of a symptom of this film. That there's a lot of just yeah. wackiness and too fast. Because the first one wasn't like that. Yeah, it was much more grounded. Yeah. 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 For it's sure. Very, it's just it's just a very odd scene. It it's is. almost like John Singleton was like, I really gotta get in my love for like screwball yeah you know, he, like, he loved blues brothers yeah it's, it's it does you're right it does have a weird blues brothers feel yeah. like a serious it's one exactly from or, like one of those scenes where the blues yeah. brothers is running away or and like kind of ball run yeah. yeah and they're just yeah. like piling up uh-huh. yeah like you could see Smokey and the bandit in a, in this universe <laughs> for you know sure. what i mean brian and roman now are driving the cars they won from fonzie and fabio huh. enrique and roberto are loving it roman tells roberto that that's some driving for your ass this movie loves more, ass. More butt stuff. Oh, by the way, also, I mm-hmm. hate to bring this back. Did you guys notice, was I the only one who thought it was terrible when Tej and, and Suki get pulled over? They get out and wave <laughs> to the helicopter oh, like yeah. it's fucking Fantasy Island. <laughs> this week on Fantasy Island, we're going to let plane, Brian and planes. Rome get away. The plane boss. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and Rome's romance and dream is to get away. We're going to let them do this today, Tattoo. <laughs> and they do. Like, they wave. Like, who does that kind of shit? I don't mm-hmm. know, but I watch news on a regular basis, and I think if a black guy got in a car, got out of a car after that type of tra- that race and waved, he would have got shot. He would have got, totally got shot. Maybe not yeah. in 2003. No, in 2000, it just wouldn't have been on the news. You wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Roman says to Roberto, you're supposed to be a stone-faced killer, and you're over there grabbing your seatbelt. I thought 
Roman had more great, hilarious lines. He here. was really good in this scene. Yeah. 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 The setup for this is pretty fun. Uh, Brian tells Tej on a walkie-talkie that he owes him big time. Tej is getting a ticket along with Suki and says Brian owes him big. And if you notice, the cop is not writing a ticket. He's writing on a notepad and writing over what's already been written. (laughs) That's hilarious. Did you see that? Yes, I noticed that. (laughs) Because what I had noticed was why would the cops let this guy they pulled over be on the phone with a guy who's getting away going, yeah, (laughs) you owe me big time, Brian. And they just pointed out something else. Brian is talking on a walkie-talkie and Tess is talking on a freaking cell phone. (laughs) I didn't notice. (laughs) Yes, he is. He's like, over out. No, he's like, yeah, you do owe me. Why are they doing this? That is so funny. That is fucking (laughs) hilarious. The camera is like right behind the cop, right? And what I imagine is supposed to be a ticket yeah, right, and he's, right. It's Literally notes. Hilarious. And, and yeah. like Suki has this like really dumb thing where she's like elbowing him going, he has to he has to thank us. Uh, right. Yeah, because like, yeah, they're a couple now. What is happening here? Oh, yeah, that's, that's like, the point they're trying to say right there. Like that yeah. he finally got Suki right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's just such a weird moment. Like why their hands would be behind their backs and they'd be being roughed up by the cops. They'd be right on the now. ground in that dirt. Like, the cop totally. was like, I'll let you make a cell phone call to your escaped convict Where's friend. Where's Brian and like, Roman? Yeah, Where exactly. Guys? I don't know. I'm going to call someone else, though. <laughs> Hi, you owe us. He's calling his side piece and, by and she's the way, fucking mad. Like, Who the fuck is she? Wouldn't it be suspicious to Roberto and Enrique that Roman and Brian have walkie-talkies that they didn't give them? Yeah. Right. Why do you have these other walkie-talkies? I don't know. It's kind of weird. I mean, they don't strike me as the smartest guys. Ever, That's so. also true. Yeah. Yeah, they're low-level villains for a for a you know importer exporter exporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Brian reminds Roman that they have one more trick to pull, and yes. if it's the first time you've seen this, you're wondering what the hell he's talking about. Yes. Uh, oh wait, mm-hmm. dude. What? Do you realize the line that after the fucking race happens, what Brian says to the guy? He says. How do you like them apples, man? Yeah, one I of didn't the get that. worst fucking lines oh in this movie God. franchise history. How do you like them apples, man? <laughs> Who says that? Has that ever been Why? said in the car racing scene? No. Ever? How do you like them apples, man? Maybe that- Goodwill Hunting had just come out or something. I know. I don't. I never understood At that. At this truthfully. point, Goodwill Hunting would have been like. Ten years, years old? No, no. It's like came out like ninety eight. It's the or only movie yeah. I can think of yeah. with that line. But like, yeah. it was just like, where did that line come it from? And that, what did it mean? That line in like infected pop culture. That it was, was probably a, bro- yeah. a Paul Walker line. How about them yeah. apples, man. There's so much improv in this film. It's like you don't know what's written. <laughs> it cuts what's the Bilkins apples? What apples? <laughs> but he by that time, <laughs> nobody would have been saying that. Totally. Like maybe in like nineteen ninety. No, it's just very weird that that happens. You know what I mean? I don't know. This Some movie's so weird. It's bizarre. It's so weird. It's like David Lynch was like, sure, I'd like to make a picture about racing. And he did, you know? <laughs> and he dressed up as John Singleton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> uh, just 45 minutes of, like, the front end of a car as it's revving, and a guy just sitting there going, cheap, cheap, cheap. And he's dressed as a rabbit. That's the David Lynch racing movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, some unknown agent that we've never seen rabbit. before tells Bilkins that they need to go for Verone now. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Just as a rabbit. It, just just, it registered a little bit late where you said dress like a rabbit. And it like, made oh, I looked over you. You looked like a little kid. Like, like You were like dressed like a rabbit. Because I had a, like a very like a clear kid. vision of it. And it's totally something that Lynch would do. You've heard about his sitcom, The Rabbits, right? Uh, no. It's oh, yeah. so it's, bad. It's done in tests uh, to test uh, like depression and PTSD and shit. Look it up. It's disturbing. Wow. Yeah. He's, um, he's an odd fellow. 
And uh, so, yeah, the, this other agent tells uh, Bilkins they need to go for Verone now, but Bilkins says to wait. Markham, though, he hears that they've lost Brian and Roman, and, of course, he thinks they're running. <laughs> this pisses me off in this movie. Markham? Yeah, Markham, every time he gets a chance, oh, I knew they were running. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But come on. And then when he let Tyrese take his sandwich, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I love I'd that. shot that nigga. I'm just <laughs> saying. Confirmation bias. They're running. It's Raiden, the god no, of thunder. That's right. You don't steal like, Raiden's sandwich. You're like, like Markham, they're, they're at 7-Eleven getting lunch. They're running. They're, they're running. running. Is that a they're banana running. in his hand? They're oh, he's going to use a banana. And they're running. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness he's it's James Remar because anyone cop. else. He's the worst cop in movie He's history. very bad. They're fucking running. No, they're in the race to get the money to you. They're dipshit. doing their job. That's what you paid them to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you gave them fast cars to run, motherfucker. <laughs> Roman's oh. chatting with Roberto. He says that this American muscle car can do lots of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he undoes Roberto's seatbelt, smashes his face into the dashboard a couple times, and ejects his seat from the car. Ejecto cedo, cuz. Yes, oh, wow. you and that, that really is, well. Uh, my hat's off to you. I oh, was wondering thanks, how you're gonna, <laughs> dude. That was and remember last week or or two weeks ago maybe I asked like what is the extra nos for? Right. He was like, hey bro, you got any extra like half, half you know use knots or whatever or yeah. knots nos? <laughs> and I was like, what is he gonna He's use it for? for this is what he was gonna use it for. Why do they have to be half empty? Is I what think I it was know. because if it was full, it would have killed. Him. Yeah, it would have. Like, I mean, who cares? Come on, he's a criminal. He's a piece of shit. Right, so, but then he can't come back in a sequel. Look, he ends up in a damn body Pond of water. He's probably eating alligators. alligators. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. Yeah, he's a dead man. It is Florida, after yeah, all. Yeah, he's a dead man. If you, you know, eaten by an alligator yeah. at Disneyland, he, I imagine, off the side of the road <laughs> yeah, with a car door on top of you, you're going to get eaten. That's oh, yeah. Very he's, likely. A, he's a dead man. Yeah. Also, I'd like to point out that that mm-hmm. Camaro that Brian is driving is out of control. The SYG, that Yinko 69 Camaro with the blue. Oh, I know niggas in my hood that would love that. And they would say cuz a lot while they're driving. Now, okay, so... Have you ever put an ejecto seat to one of your cars? That's no, what I need I, to know. You'd have no purpose for it. <laughs> no bad dates. I wish I would have had an ejecto seat. <laughs> ejecto seato. I've had a few Sorry. of those. Seriously. You were like, that's, that's how you met your wife. Like after the first date, you were like, I have to confess something to you. If I hadn't liked you, I would have fired you out of the ejecto seato. Yeah. You got to stay. You'd be Will in the Pacific Ocean right now. Actually, <laughs> the button was stuck. It wouldn't work. This was also so my question. If you notice, it shoots out the whole chair, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you unbuckle a seatbelt? <laughs> oh, good question. Good question. That's all good bad. Question. Like he was trying to hurt him. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's messed up. All right. Wow. The world may hey, never know. He's he has a problem with authority, man. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Roman tells Brian it's his turn to eject his passenger. Can Enrique not hear this, the walkie-talkie that Brian is this using? This is exactly this. <laughs> this is my exact note. Stay on your toes, Puto. And then Rome is yelling. It worked into the walkie-talkie, not taking into account that the other guy can fucking hear it. Right? He's done that four times in yes. this movie, where he's yelling as like Monica is walking away. He's like, ah, check out that ass. You're like, she's two feet away from you right, and right. you're screaming. She hears you, dude. He has no concept of like people overhearing. Can, I mean, can, the only thing. Okay. It would have been worse as him going, the ejection seat worked. Now do it to <laughs> your guy. I hate to say it, but. Push the red button. <laughs> the red fire one. Him out into the, you know, I mean, it's like. Unbuckle the seatbelt now. <laughs> Hold it for 12 <laughs> seconds. Enrique's like, what is he talking about? Uh, don't worry about it. It's just slang. Slang words. Don't worry. Do me a favor, bro. Take off your seatbelt. 
Yeah. Okay. No, totally. uh, the only other thing I have to say is that uh, when you do illegal things with certain types of black guys, they do stuff like that. So <laughs> you'd be like, you're in the liquor store. Is like, you ready to rob this place? No. <laughs> Why are you asking? Do you not see my mask on? That means I'm ready. You need to put your mask on and stop asking questions. Please. Oh, God. No. So, it's, yeah, no. And the voice thing, inside voice. That's where that came from. Exactly. Right, right. Like, exactly. Dude, His inside voice is on the outside. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got problems. Markham decides it's time to move on Verone. He uh, pulls the driver out of the SUV, and he looks in the back. It's empty. Dun, no car did Verone. not see that fucking coming, I know, guys. right? I hate to say it, but I could have saw that coming. I yeah. could see the <laughs> angle from like the sunlight coming into this. You can see there was nobody in the SUV. He still <laughs> wanted to rate it. Maybe right. he's laying down in there. Yeah, maybe he's down. That's a Markham. Maybe he's laying down in there. Who knows? Maybe he's not running. <laughs> I don't put it past him, too, after, up to this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Um, right at the... Oh, well, I was also wondering, like, so since Carter didn't get his 15-minute window, I was just... Does it, it didn't seem to change his plan at all. I know. I guess he was lucky enough That's that Brian point. and Roman could... Have, could get out of it. Well, yeah. okay, given the last thing that happened, because I, I was listening to your last episode when they, they did the rat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He already didn't trust the police. He, right. already, he knew that he had them in the spot. I'm paying you, and that's the worst part. When you're paying a cop and they're not doing their job, it's, well, shit, that's <laughs> that makes sense. But no, because there's a lot of times, especially in Bakersfield, where this is how I used to Allegedly. Allegedly. We're allegedly in Bakersfield. Okay, so in Bakersfield, a lot of times, depending, because they had truck racers, like the little small import truck racers, and they have like import car racers. The cops like certain types of guys. Like if they're into trucks, they like the truck racers. If they're into cars, they're into cars. So if they catch a car, they'll let the car go. But if they catch a truck, they'll give the truck a ticket. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. vice versa. Do you right. remember- You're in Bakersfield now, boy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Do you remember a few years ago, the cop cars had, instead of to serve and protect, it was, we'll kick your ass? Yes. What? what? Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that was Bakersfield. No. Are you kidding? No joke. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. We'll kick your ass. I think I have pictures of that. I think yeah. I have pictures on my old cell phone of that. That is interesting. Please yeah. say <laughs> At least they're honest. Bakersfield's a weird place. At oh, least yeah. they're honest. So right at the 15-minute mark, Brian is getting ready to eject, eject Enrique. Yeah, it, it, it literally, like, we look cut face. at... at him looking at Enrique and Enrique being like, "What? <laughs> that's know. the uh, that's What's going the, on? I love so her it driving. ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, no, no. The way that Brian looks over to him, Enrique looks at him, is like, "Man, you have some beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> I never. I have for this in this light. Yeah, yeah. I have something you. to confess. <laughs> I've had a crush on you, Brian, since the moment I met you, and I don't think I'm going to shoot you in the hip. <laughs> it's fired out of the car. And now that I'm here after you saved my life, mm-hmm. and I look into your blue eyes, ah." Oh, Oh, I'm only going to shoot you once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice, see? nice. Well, we'll put this on the Facebook you, Brian, page. And then I'm going to Anthony shoot you. Anthony found a picture of this. We'll kick I'm going to make ass. love to you, and then I'm going to yeah, shoot and, you. Yeah, it's this. You guys, this is another 15 minutes where like every fucking thing on the planet happened. Yeah, everything. Yeah. There's so much going on in this 15 minutes that it's almost batshit crazy. No, like it's pretty darn close. I kept having to stop it when I was looking at it over again. I'm like, where am I? Like, how about I watched a lot of stuff at this point? Right. Like, yeah. Eight minutes? Really? Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and a huge car chase. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, it's crazy. You were saying, though, I, one thing I wanted to ask you also before we wrapped, the car chase on the freeway, mm-hmm. is that fairly realistic for the way they're, they're driving Which and manipulating one? The, the, also? The, the, the one like, I was like missing? Like the one or? that we were watching when they're, when they're headed to the airplane. Like, as, is that realistic driving? Um, as far as realistic, no. I don't. I didn't. There's, there's just a lot of stuff that they could have did 
But then actually, look at the pacing. It's, it's what you said from the beginning. As far as you have all these cops behind and the cars wasn't moving around, they seemed like they were just being in their regular stance, doing the regular, and they were just avoiding the cars. Right. There's a lot of weaving. And that is something that I would have to agree. That's why... I believe that they put that in the movie so that they can have them shift more. That's why we have so much shifting. <laughs> right, we gotta okay. see them shifting. So, they if you get notice, that roll. that's right. It makes you <laughs> get that chuck roll, buddy. Exactly. Um, so I think that's why they had that scene like that. It's not as realistic because usually, like when I'm driving really fast on a freeway, if it's late and we're racing on the freeway, we do two things. We're like flashing our lights. We have our emergency lights on a lot of times. And if I'm getting, if I'm coming up on you, and I know I'm going 100 miles an hour, I'm gonna like that be right on your ass and I'm mm-hmm. going to have to either make a move or you're going to make a move and I don't want you to make that move at the last second I want mm-hmm. you to make that move before so I'm going to flash my light at you and you're going to look back and be like oh this car's coming real fast and go over a lot of people do that that's just general terms within the freeway so the fact that they were daytime the spacing of the cars I just don't imagine people would just sit there in front of you you see this fast ass yeah, right. coming at you like helicopters I've been in coming and helicopters and cop okay. cars like I've been in those situations they pull over You've allegedly been No, no, I don't I haven't been where helicopters are chasing me and I have 50 cop cars, but I've been in a situation where I'm racing on the freeway really fast and the common sense of the cars in front of me was like get the fuck out of his way. Right. And you every once in a while you get one person that doesn't and you got to weave and you can do different things. So that's why you're shifting. That's why you're downshifting and upshifting so much. I've done that in Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. That's you're training ground, a training ground, buddy. Fu- yeah. More fuller life than we are, Anthony. Anthony, what? The, uh, sorry, go on, Vito. No, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I, I think it's fascinating having somebody who really knows what they're exactly. talking about. Exactly. Like, I know. It's like I have so many f- questions. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever used Nas? Yes. Yes, I have. I don't like Nas. I like to build my engines. Like, they have people that are like, you either are on the gas or you're not on the gas. Mm-hmm. I like to have a naturally aspirated motor. I like to have my. Because with Nas, Nas is, Nas is like a drug. Mm. Okay, so when you put a drug into it's like steroids. You put that drug into your body, your body's going to get wore out faster and you're not going to be able to do what you're doing forever. Like I said, my car is my baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to keep put pumping this steroid into my car and wearing out certain parts and things and it's going to blow. That's why you have so many situations in these movies where car engines are blowing up and certain they didn't check all their hoses, they didn't do what they were supposed to do the right maintenance saying that they're using Nas so much and that's why they're blowing the engine. So no, I'm not a Nas person, but there's a lot of people out there that want that cheap. It's the cheapest way to get your car to go fast. Now, you can do it the right way and get headers, gears, like upgrade everything in your car and have a thousand horsepower car and then you got something that's going to beat everybody's ass. Or you can just get a regular engine, reinforce certain little things, spend $200 and then buy a $500 Nas kit and put that in there and now you're competing with me. Now, there's a chance your car's going to blow up. There's a chance that you're not going to be able to use it for a long time. But for the most part, you might be able to make enough money so that you can do what you want and keep living that life. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you use too much NAS, I hear that your car's testicles shrink. <laughs> That's right. Um, there was this other thing that happened where, I don't know if you guys saw it, like the culture in California, they started taking NAS. What? What? So NAS is, in essence, I believe, just laughing gas. Yeah, yeah nitrous oxide. Nitrous, nitrous oxide. It's laughing gas. So some dumb... Do they think that that made them race better? No, no. It's, oh, it was okay. a high like thing. A it was high, a drug. Yeah. It was a drug. Yeah. Like, I believe that some racers... Because you would have Nas link, oh links. God. Like, some people, they, they these there's dumbasses that are working on a car. You see how a guy walks around with a hole in his pants? They're yes. going to walk around with their car with just, you know, that's how they are. Those type of guys are the same guys that put Nas kits in their car. And they put Nas kits and they don't take maintenance and they don't do the right thing. So you have leaks. And they'll be driving. A lot of them use this as their everyday car. 
Can they explode if they have a NOS leak? Yeah, it can. You can light a cigarette. You can do a lot of things, different Shit. things. But for the most part, you just have it just seeping into your car, and you're getting high and laughing all the time. <laughs> and I believe somebody figured that out, and they would be at these parties, these raves and whatnot, and they would pop their NOS kit out the back of the car and hook it up, and they're giving hits to people. I they would put it in balloons. That's what it was. Quarter a time. Because yeah. they got the, <laughs> right, the gas. Right. They would put it in balloons, and they would like hand like sell oh balloons That's to amazing. people. So is punching nos really like jumping to, to hyperspace yes it is it's the best Dude, feeling world. i'm so a nerd cool. i know Anthony i'm a wants nerd to do so it. cool I'm a, I'm a fucking nerd you get that I car love. you get that car finished man I want to go out on a, on a dirt road and fucking. So it's part house, of my dude. YouTube channel that I am going to do it. I'm a, I'm a work on it and um, film it and whatnot. I have a couple of companies that it's legal. They own lots now, so we can go and do donuts. We can go like test out the cars. They they've locked it down in Los Angeles to do okay. what they want. So I'm yeah. I'll take you guys out. We'll have fun. We can even probably record a podcast with some of these guys. Dude, can can you do a donut? Can you do a donut on Nas? Yes. No, no, you shouldn't kidding. do a donut on Nas. That you just get halfway into the donut and hit the Nas. <laughs> you go through time and doing you end donuts up in the Jurassic is basically period. look. Doing donuts is basically having more engine and more power than what your car, than what your wheels can handle. Like you're basically pushing more than the traction can take. So that's why you're spinning and you're, you're burning rubber. So yeah, you can do a donut on Nas, but it's just insane. It's like you're a lot of people would use that to push to that next level. It's so not a good do. idea. It's not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. It's really not. So. Um, the this hyperspace thing, though, I've like that's one of the things that I love. I like riding a, against the wall. A lot of people don't like that. They'll ride the inside because it's a shorter track. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like riding the outside wall because I like that just hitting that next gear and that hyperspace feeling. Seeing out the corner of your eye, little objects go. Wow! Lines, so that's know? that stuff is very realistic. It is extremely. You feel <sighs> it in your body. You feel it when you like. You feel it, and your eyes, your whole body you can't take it in. It's basically trying to register what's going on around you at that speed, and it's a lot of it's so much fun. Okay. And it totally you, makes sense why they did made those sort of visual elements in the first film yeah. to sort of emulate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is going to sound crazy, but you've convinced me, Marcellus. I'm quitting my day job and I'm getting into professional He's racing. racing. He's racing. I I'm told him not to. First thing he's going to do is put up those pink slips. That's right. <laughs> he's gonna. That's going to be his first day out. <laughs> he's like, oh damn it. <laughs> you guys, I lost my Ford Escort. <laughs> I'll pick you up. <laughs> hey, don't see? See, look, you're making jokes. Ford Escort is a beastie car. You make <laughs> it fun wasn't of it? when I drove one when I was 16. No, because you had the regular Ford Escort. If you guys yeah. know later on, he has an Escort. He has the original Escort. That's that's what it is. Like uh, after we'll talk about that. Yeah, um, yeah. But the Escort was a crazy rally rally car. They for a long time it was running rally races. They have this one souped-up Escort that's out of control. I had an Escort too. I did, and it's the American import car. That's what was it, it is. Was it powder blue and emasculating? No, I had a dark blue one. You had a powder blue one. You had the. It was my mom's car, oh, and I had to drive sorry. it to go to work. Ouch. Well, you got to get from point A to point B somehow. So, yes, sir. Podcast is over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vito, come back. <laughs> Anthony, do what? What do you think the last 15 minutes are going to be about? Um, the good guys are going to win. The okay. bad guys are either going to die or go to jail. Wait a minute. Have you seen this movie already? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get back on track with the family stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. You will You'll enjoy the rest much more, I promise. All right. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm all about that family. Awesome. Awesome. Dope, dope. 
What do you got going on right now, Marcellus? Anything you want to plug? Um, right now, I have a couple episodes of Like a Nerd TV coming out on YouTube. Do you want to spell? Is it L Y C A N? Yes, sir. It's okay. L Y C A N N. Another N. Oh. E R D. Like a nerd, like a lycanthrope, like a werewolf. Um, I have for the next month in January, we're doing ALA. That's Anime Los Angeles. Oh, it's awesome. a big convention. That I, I do all the conventions, and I have twelve panels. Holy wow. crap. You're Over beating Tyler McPhail. Holy yeah, smokes. Tyler's on like three of my panels with me. Okay, very um, cool. So I'm preparing for that. So I'm going to put out a lot of content just to hype that nice. up. Um, I have my own Dragon Ball Z character that one of my friends drew for me, a black Saiyan. That's so awesome. I'm going to be premiering that later this month. And awesome. just look out for that on LikeAndNerd.com. Very cool. Cool. Do you have a favorite anime? Um, I have a say. lot of favorite yeah. animes. Right now, I'm watching Baki on Netflix. Okay. Um, Baki the Grappler was this old because I'm a, I'm a martial awesome. artist. I'm a big martial artist too. Um, I don't seem like it, but I like if I, you know, how YouTube will take all your content that you look at and they'll start directing stuff at you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a really redneck white guy in the inside because <laughs> I like guns. I go to the shooting range. I like fast cars. I like fighting. But then they don't understand the comic book stuff, the anime stuff. So they're like, what do we do? These how things do can't coexist. You're they confusing don't understand the, uh, the algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm don't get me at all. But some of the stuff that they'll like spit at me. Um, with that being said, like, damn, I forgot what I was going with that. <laughs> That's all right. Anyways. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, with that anime. being said, um, one of the biggest things that I like is Baki because I'm a big martial artist. And they, ha- they had this old series, came out a long time ago. It was really dope. especially about this guy who's a grappler. He wants to learn martial arts. His dad is this big, bad martial artist, and he wants to surpass his dad. Uh, Netflix recently, because Netflix does everything, they have their own original series that's taking place after their series. And Should I watch the original series first? You don't have to. Okay. They, they, it catch, it's, it's one of those things where you can just jump into it and you understand. You can watch the old series and it will give you some more background, but for the most part, you can just jump into Baki. Um, but it's more, it's brutal. It's extremely brutal. It's, awesome. It's just like, I can't believe that Netflix out. did it like this. Honestly, I thought once they put it on Netflix, it was going to be extremely tamed. It's not. Like, it's have you seen guts. Castlevania? No, and they were, all my friends keep telling me to like check it out. I watched the first season. It was pretty. I haven't seen the second season yet either, but I love the first season. It's oh, very. Yeah. It's like the whole, every episode is like a Metalocalypse video. If you oh, ever watched really? it, it's like mega violent. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Okay, no, I didn't think it was gonna be like that. <laughs> oh Castle, yeah. So I need to watch Castlevania and Baki. Baki, yes. yeah, Baki the Grapplers. Okay, cool. Dope. What's your uh, Twitter and stuff? Do you have any of that? Um, Twitter is Blue Moon Lichen. Um, it's underscore blue, like the color, uh, moon, and then Lichen L Y C A N. Um, my Instagram is the same thing blue moon lichen and i don't most of my stuff is just from instagram to twitter because i suck at twitter i know i need to get more active in that yeah, so do we <laughs> but um yeah well I, anthony's good at it i am since when seems like you're posting a lot tweeting and retweeting you you're not a tweet yeah i mean i know <laughs> how I just, what's your what's your twitter anthony at this game cheats zach nice, nice. Vito. <laughs> mine is at Vito lapicola i'm worse than anyone at twitter <laughs> yeah, it's it's, so, hard. it's hard to maintain yeah uh, I'm uh, Zach for real, R E E L. The show is uh, So Fast Podcast, and uh, we are wishing you all a happy rest of the end of the year. Yeah, okay. happy hope, holidays, everybody. Yeah, we hope you had a good Christmas. Holidays. We are on hiatus. Yeah, yes. we're going to be back in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. with our wrap up episode, or not wrap up. It'll be what? the final episode. Final yeah. episode of Too Fast. And, uh, yeah. We're still waiting to hear back from John Singleton's people. Yes, we would we're love hoping to have that him on. Uh, that he is going to say yes. And if then he has social in. media, bug him. No, on yes. behalf of us. I'll use that black card. I'll put it out there. <laughs> yeah, John, I'm bullying him into this. I yeah. knew there was a black card, oh, and yeah. people were telling me there isn't one. Well, I, I looked him up, and he had he hasn't done anything since uh, 2014 except an episode of uh, OJ versus America in 2016. Oh, wow. So mm. maybe he's kind of out of the 
I don't know what John Singleton's doing. No, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, John, well, we if you're listening, please come strong. on the show, yeah, man. Please, we yeah. need you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I like that he's like, we need you. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this podcast awesome. needs you. That's right. Um, and speaking of the podcast, we'd love for you to give us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe, write us a review. Yeah, please give us, if you like the show, give us five stars. It actually uh, bumps the algorithm up on yep. iTunes and Stitcher so that we get more notice and more wow. people can listen. Absolutely. The positive uh, feedback that we've gotten has been pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't got any death threats yet. Yeah, just convert <laughs> so that good. positive energy into reviews. Um, yeah. Tell your friends and family. Yeah. yeah. And Michelle Rodriguez, if you're listening, we love you. We would oh, love yes. to have you on as well. We do. We will, we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks, and uh, we hope to see you back soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.